Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment, we just believe you ought to know about it. There is so much going on right now in the great state of Minnesota when it comes to the arts, and I am excited to talk about Northfield, Minnesota. They are back and ready to sing to the heavens next weekend in Northfield. The annual holiday concert by the St. Olaf Choirs is a holiday tradition, and it's back this year in front of fans and also available to stream. Dr. Anton Armstrong, well-beloved well-known, will once again conduct, and he joins us right now. Dr. Armstrong, welcome. Thank you, Gerilyn. It's nice to be with you. It's great to have you. I don't believe I've had the pleasure of having you on my show before, so I've been really excited. Yeah, but we've met before several times, but we've met before, and I've enjoyed your artistry, so... Well, thank you so much, sir. Now, the annual St. Olaf Holiday Concert is more than a tradition in my eyes. It is the catalyst for delivering joy during this ever-increasing pandemic, the healing salve that uh, salve that enters and soothes our weary souls. And with such expectation, what is your process for choosing the songs for this year's concert? Well, we went with the theme we were looking at doing almost a year ago, but so many of the same things are at work and play in this world and in our own state and in our own Twin Cities area. Um, The theme this year is Love Divine, and it looks at the gift of Christ's birth as a symbol of God's divine love. In this world right now, we we are so struggling how to live with one another, and and it begins with respect. It, It moves to trust we can do that, but ultimately with love. But this love from God, however you call God, okay, is something that I, we yearn to share with each other. And so this festival, our Christmas festival, is um, now in its 109th, 109 years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was first held in 1912. And it, it features over 500 student musicians from all majors, five choirs, our St. Olaf Orchestra. Um, it's an incredible event. Are you going to, um, like you said, streaming, are, are we going to be able to see it on some of the, the local stations? Um, I, I think TPT yes. or, or PBS is doing something with you? Yes, well, well, Minnesota Public Radio will carry the concert live on Sunday, December 5th at 3 p.m., but we also have a live stream. No tickets are necessary, and simply your listeners can go to Christmas dot edu. That's Christmas.stolaf. .edu. And you can watch it on any device. It really is a world-class production, and we are actually taping it this year for television, 
broadcast next season. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> that's awesome. You're way ahead. Okay, so yep. tell me what it feels like for you every year when this is happening. Um, you're pre preparing for it. You know that people are looking forward to it. Some people really depend on it. They believe that's when their Christmas begins until, you know, they don't know it until St. Olaf is, is singing yep. for the Christmas holiday show. So here you are once again presenting to those students. You, you have new students that are coming and going all the time. And how do you decide what to pour into each of those students? Uh, from yourself, your own knowledge, your own expertise? Yeah, this is the 31st year that I've been artistic director of this event. And we've broadened the spectrum. While we still give um, recognition to the college's Norwegian and American history, this music this year especially will find many more voices of black and brown people in this program. Music of Rosephany Powell, wonderful African-American composer from Alabama, uh, music by Marcus Garrett, who is a young African-American composer, Mitchell Southall, Jester Harrison. There is a great array, Rollo Dilworth, a great array of music that comes out, especially African-American culture, but also Latina culture. And we're trying to also show that, yes, the music this, this school has long been known for, the great music of the Western canon, yes, is still present. But there's plenty of room in this garden for new flowers, and we're growing them. And so... Um, I think what we're trying to give our young people, and I've been so inspired by them. Um, if you have to believe these over 500 of these kids, half of these kids have never done a Christmas festival because we couldn't hold it last year. So we have two classes, our first year class and our sophomore class that has never done this. And it's been two years since we were able to do it with our juniors and seniors. Um, it's amazing how they've come back. The amount of music they have to memorize, incredible orchestra, and also, for me, this is a, a, a very poignant one because my colleague, Stephen Amundsen, who has served as conductor for 40 years, he was a baby when he came here. He was 26 years old. And he is retiring at the end of this year. So uh, this is the last Christmas festival that we will do together. But um, it's incredible. And we have several of his pieces being programmed. He's also a very fine composer. And also we're, we're honoring the life of a man who was on this faculty for 37 years, Robert Schultz. He actually was my teacher when I was a student here, and then later my colleague for 15 years, and we're featuring, we lost him to um, Parkinson's earlier this year, and for 37 years he helped to lead this festival, and we are honoring him this year as well. You mentioned memorization just a moment ago. You know, most of the choral groups uh, within the United States, in fact, are always reading their, their charts and that sort of thing. Why is memorization important to you? Because it, it allows the, the, the performers, in this case, these wonderful young people, to get beyond the mechanics of the notes and really invest. As I, I love my European friends who talk about singing from the heart. It goes past just the brain. It, it, it infiltrates all of who they are, body, mind, spirit, and voice. And when they can do that, there is a freedom. They're not tied to a page. And they start to not just sing notes and words, but they, they send a message. Um, the piece that we're doing by um, Rosephany Powell, it's, it uses part of a Latin text, Christus Natus says, Christ is born, but then she interweaves this with an incredible poem of County Cullen, one of the great black poets of the, and writers of the Harlem Renaissance. When they can start tonight in a rehearsal, when they started to really have those words in their brain, they weren't searching for them, they were able to, to deliver it in a, such a powerful way. And the orchestration that uh, Dr. Powell created, it is, it is 
incredible. My colleague, Tessa Monomanagay, who is conducting that piece, and we share the conducting of these pieces, but he's able to bring out that she bases a theme on an old African-American spiritual. Um, and, and that comes through, and they're singing it like this. And they start to understand it, and it becomes part of who they are, and they invest who they are into each of these pieces. That's what's so marvelous about memorization. I am so grateful to hear you say that because singing comes from the soul. It has to. Yep. It has to begin and yep. end there. And in order yep. for people to feel it, you know, the soul of the music, it, it, memorization has a lot to do with it. I used to memorize. I had to memorize growing up in, uh, in a yep. church where I was in the church choir. We had to memorize the songs. There was right. no other option. And today I, I lean more towards lyrics. I'll have lyrics on stage and now I'm learning to pull away from them because I notice it changes me, right? I'm not as engaged as I need to be because they need all of those voices to deliver their gifts. And that's all we are. We're like postal service workers, right? We are here to deliver our gifts. I'm excited that you're going to do this. Um, Is there anything new that surprised you about this particular year uh, since this is the second year of the pandemic? Well, simply that we can come back and do it. I mean, I've been on pins and needles to see if this would happen. And um, we have been very fortunate. Um, the college has taken great precautions in terms of COVID um, uh, protocols. And all of our musicians this week are being tested three times. Our audience will be masked, as will all the performers. And our audiences must present proof of vaccination. So we're not even taking tests 72 hours ahead of time. We want to provide the, the greatest protection for our students and our faculty and we will invite um, nearly 10,000 people to this campus uh, over the oh, course of wow. three days. And we really want them to feel safe as they come here. As I said, if people are unable, we, we, we've actually done very well. I just got a report today that uh, our Friday night concert is 90% sold. The Saturday night is 98% sold. And the Sunday is 94%. But if for some reason you can't get that or you're, you know, you're at a point where maybe you still don't want to mix into this concert. Watching that live stream, as I said, at christmas.stanolf.edu or Minnesota Public Radio will also be carrying it live, the Sunday afternoon concert, December 5th at 3 p.m. And we hope that uh, your listeners, if they can't get a ticket, and there's still some tickets available, but if they can't, they can watch the live stream or the NPR broadcast. And again, that's Christmas.SaintOlaf. That's S-T-O-L-A-F dot E-D-U, correct? Correct. What a pleasure to have you on, Dr. Anton Armstrong. We have met many times, but I've never had you on, and you made my night. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, my dear, and may you have a blessed holiday season. You as well. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is now 924. Welcome back, everyone. It's interesting to know when you hear a piece like this, some of you are very familiar with it. Well, there are also back, um, um, Peter Rothstein is who we are talking tonight because they are also back at it in front of audiences at Theater La Rida. And their first show is a holiday tradition, Western Front, Christmas 1914. And out of the violence comes a silence and then a song. A German shoulder steps into no man's land singing, Stille na, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Thus begins an extraordinary night of camaraderie, music, peace, a remarkable true story told in the words and songs of the men who lived it. All is Calm, the Christmas Truce of 1914, features the talents of the Minneapolis-based cast and is directed by Peter Rothstein, the artistic director of La Rida. He joins us now to discuss it. Hello, Peter. I'm so pleased Hi, to have you join man. us. Hey, oh, now. thanks for having me. You know, you are a remarkable man. Um, out of all the years that I've known you, you don't talk much about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And when I start reading your bio, I'm blown away. Like, you are the creator of All is Calm, the Christmas Truce of 1914, which premiered in a live broadcast on Minnesota Public Radio and has since been broadcast around the globe. And in 2018, almost All is Calm received its off-Broadway debut at the Sheen Center for Thought and Culture, for which it won a 2019 Drama Desk Award for Unique Theatrical Experience. Well done, sir. What does it feel like hearing those words spoken back to you? You know, um, my father said humility above all things. So, uh, so I'm blushing right now, even though I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> alone, I'm still blushing. <laughs> you know, I do that every now and then, although some people can't tell. But let me tell you, we blush from time to time. But you have done remarkable work in many of the theaters here. And, of course, Theater Lottie Da presenting this piece. I know it's going to be excellent. Tell me, you've, you've had this on the stage many times before. Have you changed any of it for this year? You know, this year, we've um, it's the first time this group of men is singing the show. Uh but no, I, I rewrote it for probably 10 years. I kept going back to Europe, doing more research and continued to tweak it. And then after it played New York, I said, OK, I have to stop. I have to, I have to stop, uh, stop tweaking this one and, and move on to the next. So, so this group of men is the first time they're all singing it together. 
that the script and the, sto- and the score have stayed the same for the last few years. Okay, well, since this has been out there, the show has enjoyed global success, reaching more than 50 cities playing prestigious venues such as the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and so much more. Tell us, is there a venue that you have not presented this piece in? And if you haven't, which one is it that you really want to get into? You know, the piece has toured the U.S. and Canada, uh, and we've had a few productions in Australia, but I would love... Uh, more than anything to see this have uh, a life in in England uh, and and in Europe on the Western Front. Uh, when I did all of my research, I traveled to to Berlin and to Hamburg and Dresden and and then into Belgium uh, and Paris and and London. Uh, I did so much research in all of these amazing archive centers, and I would love for the piece to have uh, to have a life there. Uh, where those those countries were forever changed by this war, and it's had such a profound impact um, on who they are as people, I, I would just it would mean the world to me to see this piece uh, spoken and sung uh, in the countries uh, who are most impacted uh, in that first year of the war. Now, the song that we played earlier at the top of this interview, I believe it was pronounced Stilinach. Do I have that correct? Stilinach. Ah, Stila Nach. Okay. It's a good S-H sound, even though there's no H. We would say Stila Nach. Yeah, the German for silent night. Yep. Stila Nach. Wow, amazing. Okay, so here it is, this particular song that is so moving, and it is an integral piece of this play. A lot of people say, why not mess around with it? Why not change up the song a little bit and make it different? Have you ever done that? Yes, absolutely. The arrangement of Silent Night in this show, um, history tells us that, that the, the primary Christmas truce began when a German soldier put down his rifle and stepped out of his trench, put his hands in the air and began singing the German carol. Uh, and what Eric Light, who's, who's the vocal arranger and music director on the piece, he took Silent Night and he's rearranged it in three different languages. So we hear it in German and French and English. It's sung in multiple keys. Our, our whole production is a cappella. There's no orchestra, there's no band. It's just the men's wow. voices. Um, and they're singing in three discordant keys in three different languages. And then it swells into kind of one glorious moment when the languages and the key signatures all, um, all coalesce. Uh, so, so it's um, in some ways, this silent night, which is about a four-minute arrangement, tells the whole story of the truce uh, in, in just musical metaphor. The one thing I've always remembered about this story, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it really was a moment in time that meant everything to the world. Eventually, it just went everywhere. The story um, moved and changed in different ways, but it really told the same story. Is that difficult to do? Uh, Was that a big challenge for you? You know, I had wanted to write a piece about the Christmas truce of World War I for about five years, and, and I... I didn't know how to do it because the the climax of the story is the lack of conflict, <laughs> which doesn't make for great drama. And so I knew it would need an unusual form. And and I I bought a ticket to Europe and said, I'm just going to go start this research. 
because we had just invaded Iraq. This was in 2006, 2007. I said, I need to write this piece now. And, and when I was there, I thought, my God, if I could tell this story entirely in their words, uh, rather than creating fictitious characters or a fictitious story, if I could tell it entirely through the words of the men who were there, it would have much, uh, much more impact than anything I could ever concoct on my own. So that's what it is. The, the show is entirely found text that I found in diaries, letters home, official war documents, World War I poets, uh, things I pulled off gravestone inscriptions. Um, but, the, but the show is entirely told in the words and the songs of the men who were there. Mm. Have you been able to meet any of the families of any of those men on either side um, over the years that you've been dealing with this? I have not, but the cast, uh, in 2018, we were playing in New York, and we had a second company touring the U.S. and Canada. And, and in Canada, a man stood up and said, I had no idea when I came tonight that you would be saying my great-grandfather's words from the stage. Oh. And, and, yeah, we actually quoted his great-grandfather, um, and uh, and he didn't know that was going to happen, and certainly the cast didn't know he was going to be there. So, unfortunately, I wasn't there, but but the company of actors was. Wow, that is a great story right there. My goodness, that's a whole other play in itself. Um, right. <laughs> um, this, this true story has been known uh, around the world for a very long time, and to know that you keep keep it alive, um, you work hard at keeping it alive. Tell me why. You know, I, I can't quite fathom, even though I've immersed myself inside this story for 15 plus years now, but I can't quite fathom the courage it would have taken in that moment to trust that your enemy, and not just one, but thousands of men are going to not fire if you choose to put down your weapon and leave your trench, step into no man's land, um, to take that risk, to trust humanity that greatly, that, that the better parts of ourselves would win in that moment. And I think of now, we feel so divided. Our country, our world feels so divided. We have no idea how we can get back together again. And I think, my God, if these men uh, who were arch enemies, uh, who had been living in horrific conditions, uh, if they believed that their enemy could actually rise above and create peace, certainly we can as well. Uh, it feels like an, a, a story that, um, that we need now more than ever. I agree with that. Peter Rothstein, thank you so much for joining us tonight. If people want more information about uh, Theater Laridas, um, this incredible work that we've heard so much about, The Christmas Truce of 1914, where do they go? They can go to latida.org or our box office uh, is 612-339-3003. And we're running uh, through the beginning of January. So they have lots of opportunity. Well, congratulations to you, Peter. It is still very well alive. And I am so grateful that you decided to do this piece and that it has been doing very well for you. You take care of yourself and blessings to you. Thank you. Take good care. I will. You too. 
That is our own Peter Rothstein, and he really is a remarkable artistic director over at Theater La Dida. And if you don't get a chance to see The Christmas Truce of 1914, I promise you there will be so much more that you will enjoy as well. We're going to take a break and come back with our next guest, um, Sarah Morris. I'm so excited about having her on tonight. We'll be back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I love her voice so much it's hard for me to to interview her. I just want to listen to the song. It is now 940, and our guest tonight is Sarah Morris. Happier Holidays is the name of that's cut, and next weekend marks the 15th annual holiday show for our friend Sarah Morris and her sometime elves, and she's joining us now. Hey, Sarah. (laughs) Hey, darling. How are you? I am doing well. You are becoming a prolific writer. I mean, you really come up with some great ideas for these holiday shows. Tell me how you're doing and how has it been writing these new songs, uh, presenting these, um, the 15th annual holiday show you're preparing for. it. Tell me how it's all going. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So how's it going? We had our rehearsal today, which was so much fun to get together with, um, with the guys and, and kind of revisit songs that we've been doing. So I have done 15 years of holiday shows, even last year, last year it was a solo show. It was a live stream. I sang it in my bathroom. So this year is really exciting. Um, that we're able to like all be together on stage again and, and play some of these arrangements that they just feel, you know, they feel like Christmas to me, like that, that experience of playing this, these songs with, People. Yet you you did this these um, bathroom concerts and it was successful. <laughs> you know, I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> I know, I know. Who would have thought? But, you know, um, but yeah, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yes, it did. And you're known for that. I mean, some people might have laughed at it, but it was really pretty special. And as you move forward with your 15th annual holiday, tell us what will be special this year for you. Yes. So we're going to be at the hook and ladder and I have, that's a really dear spot in the cities. And for me, I've played a couple CD releases there. We had a wonderful time at their under the canopy series this summer. And they were, we also did a couple full band live streams with them during full lockdown. And so I knew they had the capacity to really run a nice live stream and part of what was important to me in scheduling this show is that I wanted some of those fans and friends who don't live in Minnesota or don't feel comfortable going out yet to be able to enjoy the show as well as to have people in person. And so it's going to be really lovely to kind of feel like both energies together at the, at one room um, or at one time. And then um, 
I love that hook and ladder stage. So we're going to have a really, we're going to have a really great time. And we've got, um, it's Nick Salisbury on bass, Lars Larson on drums. And then Thomas Nordland will be, he's, this is probably his 11th holiday show. So, um, yeah. And we've got some guest harmony singers coming in too. So it's going to be a good time. You know, what's interesting to me is that um, artists like yourself um, who are out there really presenting their original music, people fall in love with a lot of your songs. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, do you see Hook and Ladder as your stage? You know, the stage that you really feel like this is home for me. Uh, yeah, it's one of them for sure. I, You know, back in 2017, I had a album release show there and it was this kind of magic night where it was November and um, the, the room was just filled with all this love. And then as soon as we were done, we all walked out in the parking lot. And um, and it just, it's just a few snowflakes started falling. It would just, a bunch of us talk about that still. Like, it just had this magic feeling. And then in COVID, they were people who I really enjoyed working with. They They worked hard to pivot quick to make sure that there were ways to get to keep music in people's ears and hearts, which I really, really respected. Um, so yeah, I do feel like it's a home, a home stage. I, I love the people who run it. So it's, it's a good thing. You know, it's interesting. Here we are in the second year, um, and and almost at the end of the second year. Um, mm-hmm. And I keep asking myself, okay, we keep hearing about variants and how it's going to change our lives again. Are you prepared mm. for that? Are you thinking about that future, that very near future where that could happen again? And if so, what do you have planned? Do you mean for the holiday show or like, or, or looking a little bit past that? Past that. Past that. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, when we talk about the bathroom shows, so my story there is that, Way before we even knew the word COVID, I used to invite other musicians to sing in my bathroom um, for my show Toilet Tunes, which was, you know, just we would do one song and it was always really, really fun and special. And so I was kind of bizarrely um, prepared to to perform from my home. I already kind of knew that a little bit. So I would say even as much as, oh gosh, two weeks ago, I did a live stream again because I know there are some people who don't feel comfortable going out yet. And I also, as I mentioned, like I, we kind of grew this community of people. Like we have someone in Washington, DC that always tunes in and this woman in Nebraska and, you know, people from all over. So variant or no variant, I think that that piece of performing live streaming is still, I really enjoy um, it for its own sake. So I'll still be doing that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have some very tiny technology, very tiny, Sherilyn, not much, but just a little bit. I'd rather just write songs. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think for performing, it would be that kind of thing again. And and I have learned that writing is my biggest therapy, right? And so the best thing about songwriting is I could do it wherever, whenever, you know, that, that's a, that's a real thing. So when you perform, uh, and this is next weekend, can you give us the exact date? Yep, it's Thursday night at Thursday the 9th. Um, So it's at 7.30 p.m. And so people can watch. They can buy a ticket for the live stream now that you can wear your coziest pants, you know, like, and just sit on your couch with your popcorn if you want. 
or there are still um, some tickets left. They have general admission, and then they also have two seated pods. Like you have to buy the two tickets together with your with your special person. Well, this is exciting. Did you ever think you'd get to your 15th annual holiday show? I mean, really? Gosh, no. You know, I started shortly after I moved back from Nashville, just kind of for fun, we would play at the, I used to play at the Dunn Brothers in Excelsior. And there was just probably like three or four years into it, I had I have these very dear friends now. I didn't know them well at the time, Steve and Luann. And they were like, well, this is our tradition now. And and I was like, you know, it's, it's my tradition too. And so, no, I didn't dream about 15 years, but now that I'm here, it's pretty pretty wonderful and like you said I mean I have added in it used to be all covers and now I've added in quite a few original holiday songs as well so that's special so for this 15th um, this really big 15th holiday concert tell me what were some of the trials that you went through to get here oh gosh Uh, to get well one (laughs) would be convincing my bandmates they ever wanted to do a holiday show they are not uh, none of them are Elsie in their heart like I am right like I I come by holiday music super honestly I love it I really love it but my my lovely bandmates is not necessarily their true love so (laughs) I think um, there's probably like midway through that through the 15 years where we used to do a lot of shows right like many holiday shows and there'd be the holiday brunches and there'd be and it was like eventually they were like okay this is part of my holiday tradition too and I was like yeah see I got you um still so there that was one of the challenges um and personally as I've gone along I think the challenge and, and it's a good challenge and I'm sure you've had something like this is figuring out that balance in the holiday season of I mean, I could sing holiday songs till the like you know every night, but I also have kids that I want to share the holiday season with. So striking that balance, like this year, what was really important to me was I wanted one ticketed show, just one, one show that I was going to like throw all my um, like heart and soul behind, and you know all my promotional hustle. And I'm singing holiday songs at a few other events, but I have a lot more white space on the calendar set aside for being with the kids. Exactly. Um, so think, exactly. Yeah. I admire you so yeah. much, Sarah. Well done, honey. And of course, oh. if people want more information, where do they go to get tickets? And Yes. So go to sarahmorrismusic.com. There's a link there or gosh, the hook, it's the hook and ladder theater. Um, I think it's the hook.org, but um Sarah no, Morris I think I see it. I think I see it. It's oh, the hook MPLS, the hook MPLS.com. I am so yes. proud of you. And I don't mean that condescending oh. in any way, but you are doing it, honey. And just Carolyn, I'm, oh, I miss, I would love to see your face right now. It's so good to hear your voice though. It's thank great you. to hear yours too. Knock them dead, honey. Knock them dead. Oh, thank you. Be well. The, you too. That is our own Sarah okay. Morris. Um, again, the hook MPLS.com. We're going to take a break and come back with our final guest this hour, Mick Lunzer. Well, a new show with a brand new venue is happening. Mick Lunzer of the very 
fun and entertaining Danger Committee is joining us now. The Danger Committee has a month-long run at the Ellison Playhouse in Crystal, and that is coming up. Welcome, Mick Lunzer. It's so great to have you join us tonight. How's it going? It's going great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really glad that you could join us tonight. The bottom line is, you know, this particular show, a lot of people know about it. They've loved it over the years. And December 3rd at 7 p.m. Um, through January 8th at 10 p.m., you are going to present a stocking full of awesome X, 10 years of yetting. Do I have that correct? Uh, well, yeah. It's uh, So it's uh, stocking full of awesome 10 is the, the and because uh, 10 years of doing oh, this. Oh, there ten. you go. Yeah, ten years of yeeting, and uh, yeeting is kind of a. We, we talked about whether we should name the show that, but it, it is, uh, I think, kind of a modern slang. Especially kids use it, and it it means to throw things with reckless abandon, which we've been doing for uh, for well over ten years now. <laughs> I have never heard that term, a yeeting, a yeeting, a yeeting. I kept thinking, yeeting, you know, yeti yeah. or something, but a yeeting. So once again, what yeeting, does that stand for again? Uh, it stands for uh, well, it's it's sort of a a a, a slang the youth use. <laughs> it came out of some some TikTok videos and things like that. But uh, it's something that uh, kids have adopted and some uh, adults have too. But to yeet or yeeting means to throw something with reckless abandon. Wow, so we that do a must lot feel pretty good. And, yeah, <laughs> we juggle, we throw knives, uh, we do all kinds of stuff like that. So we've been doing that for quite a long time. So. And okay, is, so you... uh, the show is uh, we've been doing the show for ten years, and we do a different one every year, and we've had it at numerous locations uh, throughout the Twin Cities you know, over the last ten years. And this one is a little bit of a best of. There's going to be some of uh, our favorite routines in the past because each year we've done a different show, and uh, so this year we've collected uh, a lot of the favorites, but there's also going to be a lot of new stuff in this one as well. That's pretty exciting, and you guys must be thrilled about that. Your fans hang out. They really do wait for you to do something new. What's the new thing that's going to happen this year that they may not know about? It's just me and you. Come on. You oh, boy, me. I hate to give give it away. Uh, <laughs> <if> everything. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a number of new things. We have a, a, a new finale that is extremely dangerous uh, that involves knife throwing. We actually did it. Uh, at our danger show a few times at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. Uh, so that's going to be in. And uh, we're going to be uh, riding some hoverboards, if all goes well, too. That's a little two-wheeled uh, things while we're while we're doing some juggling and knife throwing. So that's that's happening. Um, so we've got a lot of fun, fun stuff. There's a, a routine we did uh, a couple years ago. Uh, we did the 12 Days of Christmas. And we did juggling uh, during all the different days. Uh, and, and that was a very popular routine. So that's coming back this year as well. So do you ever get, do you ever get a sense of of other young people that want to do exactly what you're doing? Are there, are they just too terrified to try it? Boy, I I sure hope they don't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, we do. Actually, I, I learned to juggle when I was 14 years old at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. And I decided that's really what I wanted to do for a living. So I'm sure there's some, uh, some kids out there thinking the same thing, but uh, we do we do have a lot of kids. It's a family show, so we have a lot of kid fans. We have a lot of adult fans. We just our fans are fanatical. We just love them. You know, last year our holiday show got canceled along with a lot of other things, um, and so just for fun, we we did uh, we live streamed our our videos, uh, all the past 
uh, stocking full of awesome shows. And, you know, we said, hey, if you guys want to donate, you can. Um, and boy, they did. Like, our, they, they watched the shows. They started a little fan club. And, you know, they, they, they tipped us during the show. And it was just, just amazing. Um, we, we, we actually were very humbled by it because we didn't realize that, uh, you know, we do a juggling and knife throwing show and we didn't think people thought much about it other than, oh, it's entertaining. When they yeah, but they it. do. They know you guys. But, they love you guys. And I want to make sure I tell them where to get tickets. TheDangerCommittee.Eventbrite.com. Again, TheDangerCommittee.Eventbrite.com. I wish we had more time, but thank you so much for joining us oh, tonight. Thanks to for tell having us all me. About thank it. you so much. We appreciate right, you it. Take thank care. You. All right, that is it for Center Stage tonight. Coming up next, the Mom and Michael Hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.